I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the Essential for Women multivitamin, and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet and I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the, the Essential for Women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com slash birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we're sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi guys, welcome to our 25th episode. We're Woohoo! I can't believe we've made it this long. I can't believe it either. Because we are like big idea people and then sometimes we sit Sometimes we don't follow through. Yeah. But here we are, following through, 25 episodes. I so know, awesome. and I'm like not sick of it. No. No, we still love, like we're still like excited to hear everyone's stories. So. And we're still like coming up with brand new ideas and we just have like plans for the future, which is fun. Yeah. It's very unlike us. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay for us! <laughs> so today we are talking to Jamie. I was so excited to talk to Jamie because she actually has the same midwife that I do, and I didn't even realize that until I saw her in our midwife Facebook group yeah, right before our so interview. Funny. It was like a weird coincidence. <laughs> and our stories kind of mirror each other because we both have 10 years between 
two of our uh, babies. So mm-hmm. her story is um, it's pretty interesting because her first was an emergency C-section after an induction, which we hear happening quite often, mm-hmm. and she was able to have a home birth with her second just recently. Her experience with her C-section kind of changed her whole outlook on her her life and her health yeah. journey and just wellness in general. So it's it was really interesting talking to you. Yeah, them. it definitely took her on a more natural path and yeah, led her to, you know, achieve an amazing home birth, which is really exciting to hear. Yeah. Um so we hope that you guys love today's episode and don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Birth Naturally. And on YouTube now. Uh, yes. you can search Birth Naturally or it will be in the show notes. We are doing all different kinds of things on there and we're just kind of seeing what works and what doesn't and having fun kind of expanding our platform yeah so yeah if you want to subscribe to our channel to you know see what we're posting on there and any feedback you have we would gladly hear it we love hearing from you guys and what you like what we don't like so let us know and enjoy today's episode welcome jamie thanks so much for joining us today thanks for having me i'm excited to be here Yeah, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? So actually, I just got married last year. This is my first wedding anniversary today. Oh my gosh, happy anniversary! (laughs) It's awesome. We were actually in Mexico. We did a destination wedding. It's my second marriage. So I have a 10-year-old from my first marriage. And then um, about seven years ago, I met my husband now. And we got married in Mexico last summer. And then I'm pregnant the next month (laughs) and our little Bella um, in May of this year. And we live in um, the suburbs of Pennsylvania in in Perkasie. Your story is very parallel to mine because this is my second uh, marriage. And I got married last year and got pregnant very quickly thereafter. Um, yeah it's so weird that we connect it I know and we have the same midwife we realized just the other day because I saw your name in our midwife uh, Facebook group and I was like what are the odds like it really really is so why don't you talk a little bit about having your first and what that experience was like and then we'll go into you're going to share your second because that was your first home birth so let's just start with your first and just touch on you know how you decided to start your family and maybe a little bit about labor and delivery with him. Yeah. So my first was, like I said, 10 years ago, I was 30 at the time and I wanted, I planned to do a natural birth because my mom had all natural births and I just thought I would go into the hospital and have a natural birth because that's what my mom did. And I didn't really like look into anything. I didn't prepare myself. I had a, an OBGYN um, who didn't really prepare me my cooking process. Um, and then at the end, when I was about 39 weeks, she told me that I would have to have an induction at 40 weeks. Actually, it was a couple of days before 40 weeks. And I really pushed her that I wasn't going to be induced before 40 weeks. So we compromised. I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> and she, um, induced, she said I had to be induced at 40 weeks, like on the 40-week mark. So. Jeez. I did I still didn't like look into anything and I just accepted that and went in and was induced and I had like 12 hours of unmedicated induction labor which it was like pitocin and apparently the contractions are like stronger and 
longer when you're induced. So it was pretty intense labor for 12 Mm -hmm. hours in the hospital. And then um, after that, I'm nursing Bella. She's looking at me, listening to my story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After that, Teddy, I, my water finally broke. And then I, I think what happened was my like real contractions picked up and it was just super intense. And Teddy's heartbeat was, um, raising and they just said I needed a C-section. So I ended up with an emergency C-section with him. Oh, wow. And I always regretted that. Cause then I met, um, I breastfed him and I joined a breastfeeding group with like a bunch of natural mamas and I heard all of their birth stories and I was really upset that we ended up the way that we ended up because I wanted a natural birth. Um, and I just feel like I was not prepared for, right. for to actually have one in a hospital. You really have to be prepared to kind of stand up for yourself and know what's going to go on so that you can handle laboring and all of their interventions at the same time. Mm-hmm. It just was, I was not prepared for it. I always kind of regretted that. So then when I got married, me and my husband, well, I, I agreed to have one more. He really wanted his own. So after we got married, we um, actually conceived on our first try, which was shocking. (laughs) And it was like, we jumped right back into the whole pregnancy um, situation that I was in like 10 years before. Mm -hmm. Um, Like literally 10 years, I was, I turned 30 when I had Teddy and I turned 40 when I had Bella. So it was very weird to be in like the same situation 10 years later. Right. Knowing (laughs) all that I know now about being like a natural parent, because I've learned so much with Teddy over the years. So I knew right away, didn't want to go into the hospital. Um, Mm -hmm. I just felt like I, I couldn't handle advocating for myself and laboring at the same time. And I feel like you really have to have to have a lot of support if you want to do it naturally in a hospital. Yeah, for sure. So going back to your first, did they tell you like why they wanted to induce you at 40 weeks? Just because it was dangerous to go past 40 weeks is what she told me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I actually, when I got pregnant with Bella, I was um, sharing or, yeah, I did a YouTube video on my birth story with Teddy and I was looking it up and I have such a similar story to so many women in this country. Oh, yeah. They just tell you that things have to happen and there's no medical reason. And then that leads to another intervention for no medical reason. And that leads to another one. And it just like lowers your chances of having the birth that you want. And that's pretty much what happened. Like there was never any medical necessity for any of the interventions that I had, which is why I always felt so guilty about it, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard when there's a professional that's telling you right. and then you feel this, there's like a guilt factor that comes in that they, that, I mean, I experienced that too, because I had two hospital births and they're definitely, it's almost like you're not, you're not given a choice. You're told this is, mm-hmm. this is how it is. Right. And it's, you're never asked, you're just told. Right. So, you and know, that's it, a different experience than with the midwives, because everything was always, these are your options. What do you want to do? Yeah. And and I'm sure that there's plenty of OBs that are happy to explain, you know, Mm -hmm. each situation. It's just that it's unfortunate that that we hear this a lot. Yeah. And we've, you know, all been in that situation and it's just a shame. So. Right. And you don't want to do something that could harm your baby. Exactly. And in my experience, she made it feel like I was going to, I was putting my baby in jeopardy if I didn't Mm -hmm. 
that 40 weeks. Right, exactly. So what changed after you had your first that, you know, you decided to kind of be more natural minded? So I think, well, first I joined a breastfeeding group. Mm -hmm. um, I was around a lot of naturally minded women, which Mm -hmm. I wasn't before Teddy's birth. Um, It was very like traditional Mm -hmm. in terms of what I did. I just did what everybody else did, got an OBGYN and, you know, got the book, what to expect when you're expecting. The only good thing I did do was get um, the breastfeeding book. What was that breastfeeding book called? Um, Womanly Art of Breastfeeding. Mm. So that was like, I feel like that was my only victory naturally (laughs) in the beginning was I was able to breastfeed. I joined a group with lots of natural um, minded moms. Mm -hmm. And and then from there, I guess as Teddy got older, I was just surrounded by a lot of moms who did things naturally. I actually have a lot of, um, of friends right now who gave birth at home. And I saw their birth videos on Instagram and kind of followed their journeys for a couple of years. And I just thought that's it just connected with me. It was just what I wanted. Um, it felt like it was really peaceful it was very um, private, which I feel like I am a very private person to begin with. Um, it just clicked with me when I saw other people's home birth stories. But I actually did not plan a home birth when I first got pregnant with Bella because my husband was really scared. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we actually compromised and we were going to do a um, birth center. He was okay with a birth center. And I had a lot of friends give birth in a birth center as well. So I was okay with that. But when I called around to midwives, when I did get pregnant, nobody would take me in a birth center because I was a VBAC. I actually got really lucky. And one of Teddy's school friends, moms had just had a baby with Kate and Tyler, who are our midwives from Rise Mm -hmm. Moon. And I just asked for her, their contact information to see if they would take me. And I talked to Tyler right away. And she was the first one because I had talked to a bunch of midwives who basically, as soon as I told them I was um, a VBAC, they said no to a home birth or, or a birth center. So when I talked to Tyler, she was, she asked me so many questions and she asked me like what kind of C-section I had. And she was like really gauging my risk factor. And if I was a candidate for a home birth, which nobody had taken the time to do with the other yeah. midwives. Um, and I just knew right away. I didn't even call anybody else after them. They said that um, I was a good candidate for home birth and they would accept me as a patient. And I was just like super happy that I was able to do that. So your husband then, I guess, had no so then I had to, to tell get on board. Him, <laughs> yeah. So then I had to tell him that we couldn't have a birth center and that I found midwives that would do a home birth. And he was basically in a position where he knew that this is what I wanted. This is how I felt safe. He knew how I felt about going into the hospital. Um, So he agreed, but he was still scared. So he agreed to meet with the midwives and ask them all his questions. And we had a meeting with Kate and Tyler um, just to go over all of Jared's fears. And they answered every single one of his questions. And he felt super like confident after that. And he was on board after that. Wow, that's great that that's all it took. Just yeah. <laughs> meeting with the midwives. I think they, like uh, most midwives, just can make you feel so comfortable. So I can definitely see how that <laughs> would help him. Right. And they had amazing statistics in terms of transfers to the hospital and oh, birth awesome. outcomes. So I think that made him feel really good too. Yeah, for sure. So how did your pregnancy go? My pregnancy was um, pretty like 
there was nothing, nothing that went wrong. It, it was very similar to Teddy's. It was a healthy pregnancy the whole time. Um, it was actually harder than Teddy's in terms of like nausea and stuff. I feel like girls are a little bit harder, but that's just yeah. my experience. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything felt harder, but I'm also older. So um, what, I did have to have a ultrasound, which I didn't want to opt into any ultrasounds this time. But because I was a VBAC, they had to make sure that the placenta didn't attach to my cesarean scar. Mm. And I did that at 30 weeks and it was close. Like the placenta was um, close to the C-section scar. So then I had to wait another 10 weeks and go back and make sure it didn't attach or wasn't over the C-section scar because that's really the only risk of a VBAC mm-hmm. is um, having it be attached, your scar be attached to your placenta and then I guess um, bleeding a lot when you deliver mm-hmm. the placenta. So did you share your plans with your other friends and family members about a home birth? So I was really um, protective of it mm-hmm. because I didn't want anybody to put negative ideas in me or my husband's head, especially my husband, because I felt like he was more susceptible to um, <clears throat> like the fears of home birth and mm-hmm. having somebody kind of trigger those. But my husband, as we like went through the process, he started telling like his parents and other people and he was, <laughs> he was really into it. So we did tell a couple of people. Um, I tried not to share it about it a lot on social media because I just didn't want to, I really wanted to manifest it happening. I wasn't sure if it would happen and I didn't want to like get into anything negative or have anything negative come into my space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't share it. We didn't share it with too many people. And I think we were pretty protective of who we shared it with. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody said anything negative, but nobody said anything negative to me about it. <laughs> well, that's, that's all the that Yeah, that's the most important part. <laughs> yeah. Give it to yourself. It's funny because my husband said um, after Bella came, he was like, you should be really proud of yourself. Everybody that was like... Um, she's crazy for having a home birth can now like eat their words because you did it. Oh. And you were like, who said I was crazy? <laughs> Give me names. Does anybody say that? <laughs> now, yeah. Now I want to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think there's a lot of doubters. Yeah, yeah. of course. Not oh, yeah. any haters. <laughs> and we only brought it up with like our close friends and family, but I think that a lot of people doubt it, but Luckily, I guess, because of the whole coronavirus situation, a lot of people saw that there was more of a need for a home birth. Oh, yeah. They supported us much more. Um, Afterwards, there were a lot of people said to us, like, it's a good thing that you planned a home birth. Like, it was so much safer. Yeah. I've had a lot of those comments, like, people half jokingly being like, are you going to have the baby at home? And I had planned a home birth before this. And I was like, actually, yeah. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, somebody said to Jared, like, it was, it's a good thing that you did a home birth with this situation going into the hospital. And Jared's like, well, we were really happy with our decision before, but it ended up working out great. So I thought that was exactly. <laughs> so, did you do anything different this time to prepare yourself for a natural labor? Yes. So, I did a lot of like mental preparations. Um, I did purchase hypno babies, which I didn't really use during the um, the labor or the birth, but I loved the um, affirmation tracks. And I would I have like a, a bathtub 
at home that I was hoping to give birth in. I would um, get in the bath every night and listen to my affirmation tracks and just picture um, Bella coming in our bathtub. I also, um, I also had, uh, well, Kate and Tyler, the midwives, they were, they were really different than my OBGYN experience in that they talked about nutrition a lot mm-hmm. and avoiding complications just by the food that you ate. So I was really, even though I was healthy with Teddy, I was really conscious of paying attention to what they were saying. And um, I got the book, Natural Mama Pregnancy, I think it's called. Um, and she had tips on nutrition. I was just really strict about what I ate and what I put into my body because I wanted to avoid any kind of complication that would transfer me to a hospital. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, One of the things that the midwife said to me in the beginning was a lot of their transfers were first-time moms. Mm -hmm. And it was just because they were laboring so long um, that the best option was to transfer to a hospital to kind of give them a break if they needed an epidural um, and just kind of change the scene, I guess. So I, that stuck with me in my head that I wasn't going to have any medical need to transfer to a hospital, that it was up to me to mentally, you know, strengthen my mind so that I was prepared to give birth at home and not scared. And I, I didn't labor too long and I really did not labor long at all. Once the labor started, it was like, So so with your first, you were induced at 40 weeks. Did you reach your due date or were you early, late? Yeah, so I was, um, I went into the hospital at 40 weeks and Teddy was like totally not ready to come. Like I, they induced me with no signs of um, him being ready at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's funny because Bella, when I was 40 weeks with her, it was the same thing. There was no signs at all that she was ready. I had no nothing changed by 40 weeks, but then like 40 weeks in one day, I started having like mild contractions. And for the next five days, they like increased and 40 weeks, five days is when I had Bella. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, so when did you know it was time to call the midwife since you were having contractions for so many days? (laughs) Well, I was in constant touch with them. Okay. Yeah. And, um, phone calls. And also I had a doula who we were sharing what was, what was happening with us. And basically my midwives were like, Nope, not time. <laughs> Go to sleep, <laughs> fine. I'm like, but they're getting stronger. And then they would, they would like intensify and come quicker. And then all of a sudden they would just dissipate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I think because my son was with his dad that weekend. Um, and I really wanted to wait until he was home. I wanted him to be part of the birth. I think that I was like manifesting that I wasn't going to have her until he got back. And I literally had her like 12 hours after he got back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I've heard that. So like there, when there's like a I mental block, yeah. 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 your body like kind of is in like this weird protective mode until you're like, okay, it's good now. We're yeah. safe. You know, whether right. it's your kid's being somewhere else right. or your kid's I being there. I couldn't like um, let go until he was with us. Oh. <laughs> But they so kept cool. asking me for pictures of discharge. <laughs> 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 like if my cervix was um, 
effacing and dilating. And I had to kept, keep sending them pictures. And they're like, <laughs> oh, you're, you're so far away. You're so far away. And then finally on Monday, I told them I was able to get some sleep on Sunday night and the contractions were still coming, but they were so mild that I could sleep through them finally. Mm -hmm. I was like, I think that I'm actually in the beginning phase of labor now. Like, I think it's for real. And then like two hours later, I was like, I think, I I think you guys should come. And she was like, Nope, you're fine. Just get some rest. I'm like, no, I really think you guys should come. (laughs) And she was like, all right, well, that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for you to say that. And they got here and it was like three hours later that I, oh, wow. I had Bellamy. Yeah, they were here for like literally three hours. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. talk us through that. So you, how did you know, okay, now it's time, it's time to come. Like what changed? I didn't, I didn't really know. I just knew that I had not felt the contractions like that the whole weekend that mm. they were, I, I was, they were super intense and I was like, wow, this is different. And I think that they should be here for this. And then we actually called our doula first and she heard me having a contraction. She was like, it's definitely not too early. <laughs> and, um, don't feel bad because Kate and Tyler are about an hour from me. I don't know. Yeah. That's about the same for me that. too. <laughs> I didn't want them to come all the way over and then it not be time. So, yeah. um, she, my doula said to me, it's definitely not too early. And if you want to call them, it's not going to be, they're not going to be upset about it. So when I finally told Kate, I need you to come, she was like, all right, that's what I wanted you to say. Before (laughs) I was like the whole weekend, I was like, I don't know, I can't tell. And now I was like, I need you to be here. And she was like, all right, I'm on my way. (laughs) So they got here like an hour later and it was so awesome because I was upstairs having contractions and they came up and Kate checked me. She did a um, internal right away because I was I had been laboring so long and she, sending her pictures. She really didn't think that I was far along from the pictures and the the progress throughout the weekend. So she wanted to check me to see where I was, and I was actually five centimeters when she got there. Oh, wow. So that was like a victory for me because I had only gotten up to five centimeters with Teddy. Anything after that was like new new for me. Mm -hmm. I was like super excited about that. And then her and Tyler, and they had a birth assistant with them all went downstairs and made coffee (laughs) (laughs) and they let me labor upstairs. Then they just like listened to my contractions. Kate like came upstairs and gave me a snack plate and like put it down and said, if I got hungry and she like found like the healthiest things in my kitchen (laughs) (laughs) And then she went back downstairs and I just kept having contractions and my husband was with me and all of a sudden my contractions just like started pushing at the end. And I was like, sort of, it was sort of like a involuntary push Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they heard that. And I don't remember this, but Jared told me like all of a sudden, all three of them came up the steps and stood at the door of my bedroom and just watched me. And then I had another contraction and they saw... Um, what happened? And they were like, yep, it's time. (laughs) And they all just like came in quietly. And every time I would move a position, they would take out more birth supplies and like cover the floor of where I just left. (laughs) 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 They like covered all of the carpets with like, um, whatever this tarp that they bring, I guess. And they kept, Jared said, they kept just bringing out more supplies quietly every time you had a contraction. (laughs) And I wasn't aware of it at all. And then finally they were like, I think you should get in the top. 
I was like, okay, that sounds nice. But they never told me that um, I had transitioned. They never told me it was time to push. I literally just listened to my body and they just watched me and made sure I was Oh, <laughs> made sure I was safe and made sure I was okay and I didn't need anything. Um, it was a really cool experience. So different than with Teddy's. It sounds so like comfortable and just calm. And I, I like their and approach to that. Yeah. You're making me feel so I have all of these weird anxieties about people being in my house and my birth space because I, I had two hospital births and I remember feeling so uncomfortable when it's just like a this in and out, like people coming in and checking you and this and that. And like, I just wanted quiet and peace. Uh-huh. And that's why I wanted a home birth. So you're making me feel so much better. About it. it was like all about me. And nobody told me to do anything. It was just like, they kind of followed my lead quietly behind me. Mm-hmm. So um, how was it once you got in the birth tub? So I, at that point, I was like ready to push. Like I, my body had already been pushing for me at the end of the contractions. And I was like ready to push the baby out. And I had a lot of trouble pushing because I never did that with Teddy. Like I couldn't figure out how to push. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in the, I don't even know how long I was in the tub, but I, they had suggested like different positions in the tub because it wasn't like how I was pushing wasn't really working. So I ended up getting out of the tub and finally getting on the birth stool. And then that wasn't working. And finally they suggested I lay on my carpet floor um, in my bedroom. And I was like, I laid down and I felt the baby. I felt Bella like push forward. I was like, no, I hate this. I was like so scared. (laughs) And they're like, this is the position you need to be in. (laughs) And Uh, It was just like a lot of like guiding me how to push for a while. I ended up pushing for an hour and a half. And after they saw that I could do it, they would like cheer for me every time they saw the baby coming closer. So I would like get the idea of how to push. And then finally, Kate and Tyler just like stepped away. And I noticed that they were just like off to the side. They weren't like helping me anymore. And I just knew that I had to do this. Like I had to like dig deep and figure out how to get this baby out. And then um, finally, a couple pushes later, she came. And you forget all of that. Like once the baby comes, like you forget. The, I remember pushing and it was like, I felt like it was the hardest thing ever because I didn't know how to do it. And then yeah. she was there and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> how did I figure that out? <laughs> That's so cool. It sounds like you really just kind of needed that time alone to figure it yeah, out later. I, I think they're they're really um, they really focus on empowering the mom to make it her birth, which was really really nice. Because I didn't select them for that reason. I literally picked them because they would do a home birth for me as a VBAC, right. um, and it was a really great surprise that they gave me so much power. Yeah, and it was definitely like they sit back and watch you because they really believe in natural birth and that it's you know it's a process that happens on its own and right interfered with and it was really cool I love that so what what was it like immediately afterwards in comparison to your first birth yeah so that was the best I think um with Teddy I had an emergency c-section so I remember 
I have videos of him screaming his head off while they did all the baby checks and the stats and everything. And I always felt like so heartbroken when I watched those videos. All right, Bella. All right. And then, uh, she doesn't, she was napping and then I started talking and she woke right up. Of course. <laughs> She's like, mom. Right. Um, so I have video of that and then they like, they put him on on me for like a second and I could like touch him with my one finger and then they took him away and I remember it was like hours before oh. I saw him again and yeah. I was so out of it with the medication that I had no like I had no idea where I was and what was going on and I kept asking for my baby it was like a really traumatic experience for me yeah, it sounds I didn't know how to breastfeed because he was my first and the lactation consultant like took forever to come so I didn't breastfeed him for a really long time um, and then with Bella, it was so different. They actually just put her on my chest right away. And for, I think it was 20 minutes, um, we waited for the placenta, for me to birth the placenta naturally. So she was like with me and Teddy was outside the whole time playing while I was laboring. And Jared had actually ordered pizza for him because we weren't sure how long it was going to last. And he wanted to make sure Teddy had dinner. So literally right before I pushed Bella out, the doorbell rang and the pizza came. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Traumatized pizza guy. Yeah. And Kate went downstairs and got the pizza for us and Teddy saw the pizza. So he came in the house to eat pizza and he was like eating his slice of pizza when um, Bella was born. And Jared's like, Teddy, come meet your sister. So Teddy was like, um, around me and Jared was around me. Teddy was feeding me a banana on my chest and everybody was just like looking at this like little perfect human that we couldn't believe was there. And then I birthed the placenta naturally and Teddy said, I thought placentas were round. Yours isn't round. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, they gave Bella to Jared and I got, they helped me get a shower which was really nice. And, and then what, and then after I got out of the shower, we all came to the bed and that's when Tyler did the, she weighed Bella and measured her. And it was nice because we were all sitting in my bed and they were doing like all the baby stats then. It was, it had to be at least an hour later that they finally did all the measurements and everything. It's such a different experience than when you're like, Sure, craning your neck, trying to see your brand new baby that they just whisk off and you're, you know, like all these emotions. That's, that's so nice and peaceful and in your own bed. Yeah. And you don't have to give the baby up to anyone for anything. Like they're like two feet away from you, you know, it's such a different experience. Uh And and that's the way I think it, that's the way it should be. (laughs) Yeah. It was so nice. Uh, And then they actually made me dinner. They went downstairs and made me dinner and brought it up and they cleaned up everything for me. They put everything in the washer and then they left and we were all in bed with the baby. Oh. It was so nice. Yeah. Oh, so it, was, it was such a great experience. It sounds like an amazing experience. It really does. So then what was your postpartum recovery like versus, you know, a home birth versus a C-section? in the weeks afterwards? So I actually, I didn't, I had like a small one degree, first degree, I think they call it, tear. Mm -hmm. It didn't require stitches. 
which was nice. So Kate just told me to keep my legs closed for like weeks. <laughs> um, I think I was, I think I was more conscious this time of being in bed longer and taking it easy and napping when the baby napped. Um, I don't actually remember my recovery with Teddy. I feel like I was kind of in survival mode. Like I had to take care of this little newborn and um, I didn't think much about myself. So I can't really compare the two recoveries, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just remember coming out of surgery was really, really hard. Being under the medication was really hard to, to um, like be away from my baby and then to bond with him when he got back and to be able to try to breastfeed was really hard. Like that whole time in the hospital was really not what I wanted and being able to have a home birth at home and, you know, nothing needing to be done to me afterwards. Like I just felt like after, after she was born, it was like all the pain, all the uncomfortableness was gone. And I was just normal again. That's amazing. Wow. (laughs) That's the way you want it to go. You had a really great labor and delivery. It sounds like. Um, So after having her, I know she's just a little tiny thing. Do you have any products that you've absolutely loved that you would like to share with maybe moms that are going going to be delivering soon, like Kaylee? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I did love hypnobirth, the hypno babies. I didn't do mm-hmm. hypno babies. I love the CDs. I love the affirmation tracks. I feel like it's great to have um, the affirmation, to listen to affirmations once a day and kind of tell yourself what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely recommend that. I don't know if there's affirmation tracks outside of hypno babies that you could just purchase the tracks. And I used a lot of essential oils. I'm really into essential oils. I made my own like belly butter, um, which I thought was amazing. It did a really great job, but we actually got a little I don't know if you, you probably haven't gotten this yet, but you get a little birthing bag from. I did get it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, um, there was like a tincture in there for after pains. That was amazing. Oh yeah. I remember see, I haven't even like, I have my home visit actually tomorrow. And oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just compiling all, like I keep going over the list over and over. And I, I remember seeing that and I, I think yes, I've heard whenever, whenever you're feeling um, the pains, like it's kind of like your uterus still contracting, I guess, and mm-hmm. back down. And apparently the pains can be much, much stronger and more intense with the more babies that you have. Yeah, I've heard that. That's what I was prepared for. But as soon as I would start to feel uncomfortable, I would put a couple of drops um, under my tongue and it would just go away. For me, like I think it, it's it, called like after ease or so, something yeah. like that. I've, I I want to say, but yeah. I, I use something like that too, and it it did work. It was yeah, I didn't feel like those pains because immediately use it, and it tasted really gross, but it worked right. exactly. <laughs> they also um, on our birth list they asked to get arnica. Yeah, and it was really great for like my back really hurt. I was like the way that I was pushing. I feel like made me sore afterwards like I had mm-hmm. to go back and it was hard to nurse like because you have to I I had to with Bella nurse like sitting up until she like figured it out mm-hmm. it was like really uncomfortable so the arnica really helped with that oh, um, there's this book called oh, oh. <laughs> you okay 
<laughs> so funny. Um, the Whole Foods Pregnancy is what it was called. And it was basically like the most nutritious foods that you can eat while you're pregnant. But then it also gave you meals that you could make for postpartum. And it gave you a lot of, it gives you a lot of tips on how to feed your body to recover better. Like one of them was to eat a lot of warm foods like soups and teas, as opposed to like smoothies and things with ice, which I never thought of. I've heard that too, because it has, in a lot of traditional cultures, I think they, they, like for postpartum women, like you're only allowed, like even like warm water, which doesn't sound very appetizing to me. But But, yeah, there are a lot of, apparently a lot of healing properties. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I guess why we eat soup when we're sick, you know? Yeah, that that does make sense when you think about it like that. Yes, yeah, so I like, I made a bunch of um, lentil soups with chicken broth and froze them. So all Jared had to do was take them out into the freezer and heat them up for me every day. I was really nervous about still being able to eat healthy and mm-hmm. not being able to like cook it myself. So I, I made a lot of freezer foods, a lot of muffins and put mm-hmm. them in the freezer. I just, I just started that this week and I was just telling my sister, like, I wish I had this drive and motivation like a couple months ago when it was cooler out and we were stuck at home and now it's like 90 and humid and I'm in the kitchen sweating but you know I remember procrastinating on making it for so long like actually doing it and then I just got the bug it's like the nesting bug oh yeah making a batch of muffins every day and putting them in the freezer. <laughs> like I just ran out of muffins and she's eight weeks on Monday. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. Good have, for you. I my 10 year old to be able to like go in the freezer and get something healthy so that yeah. he's eating like junk all day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah that's one of my concerns it too. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's very hard. I don't know if everyone struggles with this. I struggle with asking for help. I have been a, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a realtor, but I work from home. So I'm like, and I've been a stay at home mom for like most of my kids lives. And I am used to doing everything. I'm cook everything. I prepare meals and clean myself. And I just like, not clean myself, clean my house myself. I do clean myself as well. (laughs) Um, It's so hard to think about like this time period afterwards that I won't be able to like, easily cook dinner or something like that like I that's what I think I struggle most with now thinking about but that's I had a really hard time planning for that part of it planning for the postpartum where my family could still eat healthy meals and my house was still kind of together I had to let a lot go which everybody tells you like Mm. don't be flexible and then my um, friend set up a meal train which is really really nice like if you have family that want to do something for you setting up a meal train is and you can tell them like restaurants that they can have delivered to you or they can I ask for like nourishing meals um and Teddy goes to a Waldorf school so I felt like a lot of the parents were like into making like really healthy things for me which was nice and that took a lot of the pressure off of Jared luckily he was home because he was working from home for the past four months oh yeah (laughs) that helped (laughs) I'm sure that was really nice to have him around during the whole newborn phase. He was home two months before I had Bella and two months after I had Bella. Oh, wow. That's awesome. (laughs) How often does that happen, you know? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, my Kate has a, um, is he 10? No, nine months. Nine months, yeah. Yeah. 
And my, my husband's been home since March. Yeah, he's still home and will be for a while. And I can't imagine him ever going back to work now. <laughs> like, I need this. I need the help now. How can I do this on my own? <laughs> I've done it twice before on my own. And now I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> it's funny, but it is really nice to have that support. Wow. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? So they can uh, follow me on Instagram. It's Jamie Lynn Tangier and get in touch with me that way. Okay. Awesome. We'll put a link to that in our show notes. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your home birth story with us. I hope it, I hope it turns out well. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks so much to Jamie for sharing her stories today. And thank you all for uh, coming on this journey with us and listening to our all 25 of our episodes. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's been so fun so far. And we're looking forward to the future. So please share us with a friend. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and write a review if you're so inclined. And don't forget, uh, always follow along on Instagram. That's where we share a lot of stuff and all different kinds of things so we'll see you next time guys